Hi and welcome. You are listening to the PhD Career Coaching Podcast channel by Tina Person. I am a career coaching expert helping professionals all over the world to find or create their dream job and dream career. After more than 10 years as an academic professional at the Max Planck Institute in Germany and at Lund University in Sweden, I left the academic work for a career in the industry. Today, I work as a career and leadership coach supporting PhDs to develop right skills, knowledge and guidance, working in a field that makes them happy and fulfilled. I have a webpage, passagetopro.com, and my podcast you find at Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. So stay tuned on the PhD Career Coaching channel. Today's topic is how to stand out in any job interview. You did it. Your resume led you to an interview, but now what? It's too common that we put all focus on the resume, but forget the interview. I need your help. I'm invited for an interview on Wednesday this week. I need your help on how to answer the questions. Does that sound familiar to you? Well, you are not alone. My reaction as it goes is, of course, that I want to help you and, of course, to do anything I can do so you succeed on your first job interview. But I'm also at the same time thinking, oh, it's kind of a bit too late. Of course, it's better to prepare than not preparing. But if possible, start your interview training at the same moment you start writing and preparing for your next step in your career. That's the same time you start to write your resume. As it takes a lot of training to acting natural in any job interview situation. And acting natural means you have prepared yourself you know what you want and you have even prepared for the unknown. It's not too uncommon that interviewer will test you just to see how you react. Exactly that happened to me once. The interview was late and the appearing when he came, he appeared, he was acting confused and disorganized, excusing himself that he had a lot on his agenda. Still today, I don't know if this was a trick or part of the interview, but I managed to stay calm and focusing on the people in the room and on the following questions. I'm quite sure if this situation would have happened to me some years ago, I would most probably have revealed my irritation. It might sound a bit biased, but part of the interview training is to attend as many interviews as possible. So when you are invited for the interview, you are dressed for success. And that is not done in two to four days. It needs careful preparation. In this podcast, I will share with you some tips on how to prepare yourself for your dream interview. In my book, The PhD Career Coaching Guy, I give an overview on how you can ace some of the most common interview questions. However, it's important to understand when you understand what's behind the questions and when you know what you are and what you want as well, you understand what the job is about, then you ace any, any interview situation. What can an interview situation look like? Well, you have the formal ones, but you also have the informal one, informal interviews. The informal interviews is a response on your resume after you have applied for an open position or on a company page or on any job board like Glassdoor or Indeed. The informal interviews, what's that? Well, you find them on the hidden job market. The informal interview is mostly not directed to a specific job, 
or job position, but instead it's more general. The tone is usually less formal. You need to prepare for both situations. The formal interview is the interview situation that we commonly are most worried about. I would say you need to prepare following. One, learn about the most frequently asked questions. Important, though, is that it does not necessarily mean that the interviewer will ask these questions. But if you practice on these questions, you will prepare yourself for a variation of questions that can be asked in any interview situation. Two, learn about competence-based interview technique. Today, both companies and recruiters, headhunters, use this technique to better evaluate you as a candidate, whether you are a match for the position or not. If you don't know what a competence-based interview is, you can Google it and read and find a lot of information on the internet. Three, you must prepare for technical interviews, particularly if you apply for positions requiring hard skills in certain techniques within, for example, life science, engineering, and IT. A technical focus could be incorporated in the general interview, but could as well be an interview standing on its own, in which you have to meet the technical manager and even future colleagues. Depending on the company size and the human resource strategy, the technical interview will have different focus and aim. In some cases, you get homework. An exercise you must prepare prior to any interview. They want you to test maybe programming or writing or analytical skills. Example of positions where test is used could be data science, data analyst, or any programming position or medical or technical writing. Many more job titles or job areas in which they will test your skills or specific skills. The technical test is used as a selection method among the applied candidates. If you succeed to show your ability among these candidates, you are invited to the next step in the recruitment process. Worth mentioning is that you could be set in a situation in which you have to perform a live situation. It means they're going to test your skills live in the interview. For many candidates, a very stressful situation. But the aim is that the interviewer wants to evaluate your behavior, not only how you solve the problem, but also how you handle the situation all over. You must also prepare for personality assessment. It's more or less standard today to, prior to the selection process, perform a personality test. We can have opinions on that strategy. However, for most candidates, I think this is good. In the end, it's about how you fit the company culture, company values and the future team members. It's not only your technical skills that will be evaluated. And it's not solely your technical skills that will measure your future success in an organization. It's also about your personality, attitude, willingness to learn new things and how you handle criticism and feedback. I have personally met many, many brilliant candidates as a recruiter and headhunter, and also as a coach, with the best recommendations and skills, but they fail due to lack of great attitude and mindset. On today's labour market, team working abilities and a great communication skills are highly valuable. To quickly be able to adopt and integrate to a new working environment is the key for any candidate starting their new job. Five, what you also must prepare yourself for is pre-recording interviews, both video and audio. 
In this setup, you record the interview at home after recording, and after the recording, you send the file online to the company. In some cases, you can prepare the answers preview to the recording, but you can also be exposed to a situation in which you have to record your questions online in real time. My tip here is, the better you have prepared yourself for any interview situation, the more comfortable you will feel in this specific situation. As you might understand, to prepare for pre-recording interview is not done in one and two days. So start your interview training as early as you can, long before you find yourself in the new interview setup. As, as I said earlier here, you can prepare for the unknown. As you might remember, I mentioned above about informal interviews. But what is an informal interview and how can I prepare for any informal interview? Well, in general, if you have attended any career event, after work, alumni club, spontaneous meeting with professional conferences, or why not a party or sport club, you are subjected to informal interviews. But let's start with the informal interviews you might have on your mind. The spontaneous interview after you have sent your resume to a company or to a recruitment company. They might find your resume interesting, but have no particular job position on their mind. This is a very common situation, and it's possible for you to both learn more about the company and the needs. This will help you to tailor your professional profile, and you will learn how to create and shape the value you can offer the company. My tip to my client is go to as many spontaneous interviews as you can. So you quickly learn to tailor your resume and to polish your interview technique. Too many PhDs find spontaneous interviews as waste of time and get irritated. Change the mindset and look at these interviews as part of the learning process rather than waste of time. Remember, when you find your dream position, you better be prepared. And part of being prepared is to have done it before. Done it before meaning... You tested various interview situations. You learned about the labor market needs. You have learned to understand the importance of soft skills and company culture fit. And you know your skills and can as well rate your level of expertise compared to the average. That will make you standing out. All other situations, as I mentioned above, I would say are interviews in some way or the other. We would call it networking. In one of my previous podcasts, I share some of my best networking tips and tricks for people feeling introvert. So if you want to improve your networking skill and as such improve your informal meeting or interview skill, listen to that podcast. Also, in my book, The PhD Career Coaching Guy, I have a chapter on the networking and storytelling. Storytelling is a powerful technique, not only to improve your interview skills, but also to improve your communication in any informal interview situation. So, let's say you are attending an after work with a mixed audience. How prepared are you for such a situation? To um, tell your story in one minute? Common question you can get in this situation could be, who are you and um, what are you doing? Are you looking for a job? If you then say, yes, I am looking for a job, then you have one to two minutes to tell them what you are interested in and what you're looking for. And if you're not sure, then you must be prepared to tell your story from another perspective. 
What you like to do, for example, based on your drives and motivation and what kind of preferred work style you have. So you help the listener to understand what you're looking for. For that, you need to train your story. An informal interview will lead you to your dream job on the hidden job market. If you want to learn more about storytelling as a tool for writing a killer resume or improve your interview and networking skills, buy my latest book, The PhD Career Coaching Guide. You find it on Amazon and in paperback and in Kindle version. So thanks again for listening to the PhD Career Coaching channel. It was a true pleasure talking to you and sharing some tips and tricks to you. You find more about me on my company page, passagetopro.com. And don't forget, connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Facebook. Stay tuned. I will be back.